of Tosia Talkcast. I'm the host, Eve. I'm Cici. In today's episode, we have the pleasure of sitting down with the amazing influencer Shao. With nearly 300k followers and a diverse range of content, Shao has become influential on social media platforms. During our conversation, we explored her journey to becoming an influencer, from her early days of creating content to her current status. So, welcome to our podcast, Shao. I'm so glad to be here.、Um, this is actually my very first time to be on a podcast, so I'm feeling beyond grateful for this opportunity. Thank you for the invite. And、um, I just graduated from USC last year, and I have been creating content since 2018, and have been regularly uploading content as a side hustle for almost four years now. And I'm glad to share my experience here with everyone. Do you want to briefly introduce、uh, what what topics or what areas you're focusing on on your content production? Yes. So my content actually covers a variety of topics. I started off being a、um, English content creator who shares a lot of English learning tips、mm-hmm. and also public speaking tips, stuff like that. And then,、um, as I create more English-related videos, I realize that people are asking more about my life. They want me to be more personal. They want my content to be more personal, and that's when I kind of incorporate a little bit of like vlogs, like video blogs, into my channel. And I realize that people do, actually do like it. Like、uh, that's when they realize that I'm a real person living my life、mm-hmm. instead of you know sitting in front of a camera, talk, talk, talk. Mm-hmm. And on top of that,、uh, I myself am a、um, I'm a huge makeup fan, so I do a lot of makeup too. I'm trying to incorporate some makeup in my videos as well. So、uh, I would say, like in general, I would summarize myself my my content as like、um, English centric, but also um, um, I would describe my channel as English related lifestyle content. Oh, so that's why lifestyle includes like making makeup and other stuff. Yeah. Oh, that sounds cool. And what um platforms you're, um、uh, focusing on? So my main platform is Bilibili.、Mm-hmm. Um, it's a YouTube-like Chinese video platform where people can share longer videos instead of you know what people are familiar with nowadays, like TikTok, Douyin, and those are all like short form videos. Thank you. So. Why and how do you decide to be an influencer? Do you have any thoughts, and do you have any stories that can be shared with us? Yes. So,、um, actually, I was a little hesitant to call myself an influencer because I would prefer the title content creator, <laughs> because in Chinese the the word influencer has somewhat a negative、uh, meaning towards it. So,、um, that's why I've always been. Calling myself a content creator because I'm creating content and I'm using my content to influence more people, and I think like to that extent, I, I am an influencer, and、um, the reason why I started this content creation journey was because,、um, so I back in college I was a public speaking tutor, and I was the only Chinese tutor in the public speaking center, so. 
I was feeling beyond grateful and lucky to be one of them. And, but at the same time, as an international student, I know that there will be more international students that might not speak English very fluently or they might have more trouble giving um, public speeches and they, there might be more barriers for them to overcome um, compared with American like native students. That's why um, I realized that there has to be something uh, done by me to, to help more people. So my, my very initial, very original intention to create content was to help more people that need uh, public speaking tips or skills. So I conducted two workshops on campus. That was the time when, you know, um, the images and captions was still a thing. Not, not, not like right now, videos everywhere. Back then, back in 2017, 2018, um, people are more used to reading captions and also um, viewing images. And um, I posted something about my workshop on Weibo. And that was when I got the comments from, because I already had a very minimal um, follower base. I had around like 5,000 followers. And, but I got like over 20 comments asking me to create a video on the workshops. And that's when I realized that, okay, um, I can like, I can jump out of my comfort zone and try to talk to the camera and share everything I know to the audience. And it's kind of embarrassing to say, but my very first video was 26 minutes long. <laughs> it has legit has everything I talked about it during the workshop. So um, I guess like throughout this journey, I kind of, I also learned to like give out an abstract in the videos instead of like, you know, like giving a 26 minute long speech mm. could be dull and could be losing audiences as well. But back then I would say people were more patient, not like right now, like when everyone's more used to short videos and um, people are just impatient overall. Yeah. Do you learn like video editing and kind of like hone your skills on that? Yes. So like later on, you know how to edit your own video and like kind of diminish the time, right? Yeah, I, I didn't actually like, uh, I didn't learn it. I legit just um, started using iMovie and oh, then figure it out. Okay. And when I, when I felt like iMovie might not be enough for the editing, I transitioned to Final Cut Pro. Mm. So I didn't like take a course um, to, to, to learn it. Self-learning. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 Um, so how do you go viral? I mean, how do you define like any of your um, content that you think is helping you go viral? Like what is a trigger point for you? Um, so there was a period of time when I was having some mental issue back in 2018, later 2018, and that's when I paused a content creating and um, when I felt like the break was enough and um, I decided to do something more than before and that, that's when I realized that creating content consistently would um, help a lot in um, triggering the algorithm mm. and um, and also keeping attracting the loyal viewers mm. instead of just traffic traffic mm. and I would say like uh, back to your question, how do I go viral? I would say, um, so first of all, the, the content has to be genuine and authentic. Mm. Um, I was like thinking back to 2019, cause back in 2019, that was the time my videos kind of got, uh, attract more attention. And 
thinking back to that time, I would say um, the reason why those videos got that many views was because I was creating very helpful content. I had a very specific target audience mm. that would find my videos helpful and practical and also find my personality more, um, I would say, attractive. Mm. So, and then instead of like, you know, regular teaching sort of videos, mm. so I would add a little bit more, more of my personality in it and that just kind of like attract two groups of, uh, two groups of different people, different audience. Mm. It sounds like you um you know like like you know what the, the training topic and you kind of like incorporate your own personalities mm -hmm. in it that's great yeah that sounds good um all right so let's move on to the next question um is there's any um challenge cha um are there any challenges you encountered when you like produce your content um like it could be how to find target audience like how to produce viral content how to engage with your followers and how to increase your followers and things like that. Do you have any thoughts to share? I'm the, always the type of um, go with the flow type of person. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted everything to happen naturally. When I was creating content, I was not expecting a large following. I was only purely expecting that as long as my videos is helpful to one person, 100 people, that, that's enough. In the beginning phases of my content creation journey, that, that's, that was my mindset. And then later on, so I signed with an MCN company and that kind of forced me to create content more regularly and also um, the content I created was kind of like um, not something that I feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. So I think that's my biggest struggle after signing the contract with a company. And I was um, like, I had a lot of ideas that I want to create videos on, but um, they might not be happy with it because it's hard to get more advertisement and partnerships, stuff like that. Mm. And um, on top of that, I would say like negative comments was at a period of time was something that hit me very hard, mm. like that hurt, hurt my feelings a lot um, because I feel like I was just creating some content that um, that's just part of my life, but people would be, I'm not sure if they are, they're just being mean or um or i well i don't want to think too deep about their personality mm. what they think but all the negative comments was sort of affected my mindset too do you just leave it or are you going to fight back like you i tried to fight back once but i realized that it it makes no sense makes because no sense. people are mean because they are mean they just want to be mean to you it's not that you you try to explain you try to defend yourself that they're gonna be like okay you're right I'm not no mm. like it's not making sense for you to convince the people who hate you right like it's yeah. just and they are not my target audience yeah. anyways yeah. so there's no need for me to waste any time I think that's a smart them. mindset yeah yeah so after you sign the contract with them your content kind of changes sort of a little bit just because sometimes you just probably like don't want to do that but they want you to do that right like how yeah. do you balance that um like are you going to tell them like hey this is like what i want this is my idea kind of incorporate my idea into this uh video or so just... all the videos all the ideas still came from me but um whenever i write a script or i write an outline 
um, they would be like, okay, this this topic might be a little too sensitive on the platform, and that's when they will like fail my ideas, and I would get more frustrated, that like oh. coming up with new ideas, and um, I would I would just freak out every time oh. when when they turn me down. Yeah. So later on, um, I well that's that's also my problem too because I should have been more confident own ideas i should have known this way before that uh, my audience watch my content because mm. because they love they, they just like who i am they, they love the content that i make not because i'm trying to i'm in the trend or i'm trying to be someone that i'm actually not mm. so i would say like still coming back to that topic like you still have to be more authentic and genuine in the video because yeah. the viewers will know that you are creating something that you you actually do not want to yeah so have you ever been bothered by the data like the likes always all the time and views all the time <laughs> <laughs> in chinese i would say <laughs> um i stopped uploading videos since last summer so till this point i still haven't uploaded anything yet um so well, the main reason I stopped posting was because I realized that the content I was making is not, like there's already a discrepancy between what my audience want to watch and also what I can make. So I do not have the time to sit down and think through of what I really want to make instead of, you know, I, I'm just creating videos for the sake of creating videos. Mm. So the videos were not helpful, they were not fun, or um, they just meant nothing. So like, uh, imagine this, if you're a nobody, who's gonna watch your vlog other than your family and your mm. friends? So nobody's gonna watch your videos. So during this period of time, I'm, I've been trying to figure out what I really wanna make and also what my audience would wanna watch and what could be more helpful mm. to them. Because at the end of the day, either your videos could make people happy or to teach them something yeah so are there any changes after you becoming popular how do you balance your school life and work and do you have any changes on your mindset yes there's a lot of changes on my mind um it's like a roller coaster so i never expected myself i never expected my videos would go viral ever like before it mm -hmm. went viral like all i just like what i said i've always been thinking like as long as it could help people, then I'm fine. And then as it went viral, I realized that I had higher expectations on my future videos. And I would trap myself in this loop that, that I want a better quality videos. I want more engagement. I want, I want more in general, like overall. And then, um, so that, that was the time when I feel like um, I was hyper confident. Mm. I was a little too aggressive. Mm. And um, as I continued creating content and as COVID hit, I realized that um, being a content creator is nothing. Like it's just like a job mm. and everyone can have a job. And it's just 
the nature of the job might be a little different from all the nine to five job that we are、mm-hmm. familiar with.、Yeah. So、um, and also with when when the COVID hit, I was quarantined、um, at a at a studio in Koreatown. I didn't move here yet. So I was all by myself. I was trying to reflect on myself, on reflect on my、um, career, on my、um, academia, and also on content creation. Like in everything, I was reflecting、mm-hmm. on every little aspect of my life, and that was when I realized, okay,、um, I have to see it, see the content creation journey the right way,、mm-hmm. instead of like think. Thinking myself as a celebrity kind of thing, it's not even close to a celebrity, but、um, I would say just、um, just keep on creating like more helpful, more helpful and practical content for the for the audience, and then to this day, like this mindset that content creator content creation is. Not that unique anymore because you know you are seeing content creator everywhere, and especially this is LA,、mm-hmm. like on the street people will be live streaming or filming videos. It's it's like it's becoming more common. It's like a part of our life already. So,、um, needless to say that it's something special as it was in back in twenty nineteen. So now I would say like it did it doesn't weigh as much as it、yeah. did. Back in twenty nineteen,、mm. so I be because I'm the type of person that if I do something, I wanna like contribute, a hundred and twenty percent of my energy and my time and my time into it, and that's how I was in the beginning phases, and that's how it like I that's how I got burned out,、mm. and now I just realize that um because I I I also have a full time job right now, and with the content creation, I realize that. It's really hard to balance everything,、mm. and you just have to,、um, you have to set aside a reasonable、um, portion of time for each task, instead of you know putting all yourself into one thing. Yeah, so that's why maybe you make this decision like you want to balance your full time work and other stuff. Instead of like doing more content yeah, creation, yeah, because I feel like content creation kind of stole my life,、mm. and I want my life back. I think that's good. Like if you think that stole your life, and、um, you're doing this, I think it's good for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And audience can actually tell when you are burned out. Oh、mm, yeah. Yeah. Are they are they having like a really high expectation on you? Like there's like giving you a comments like when you when when are you gonna post another. Episode something like that. Yeah, they will. They and also, will. when when I'm not creating like high quality content, they will be like, "You are you are not the person I know before," and、oh、that really、God. hurt me. <laughs> that hurt. That hurt my feelings a lot. It makes、We're、sense just, for、yeah. it makes sense when people have expectations. Because if they're、people. fans of you, they will be like,、yeah. "I still want you to post like good videos I like." But、yeah. maybe if you don't make the good like as same as before, and they will be like probably like lose some expectation.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, what do you think you gained and and you lost from doing like content creation, like like the biggest gain and the lost, if you can make it to a summary. Um, the biggest gain of、uh, content creation, I would say confidence. Hmm. Because I know that I'm doing something meaningful. Hmm. And I'm helping people, and when I got the feedback from them, that's when I feel the most confident about myself. And the biggest loss would be,、um, as I just said, I feel like I kind of I lost myself.
for a period of time. I was trapped by configuration. And that's why I, I took a break and mm. I realized that, okay, I finally got to put myself together and got my life back and figure out a way to balance content creation and having a content work life balance. <laughs> I wouldn't consider it as a loss because I mean, you grow from all the lessons, you grow from all these experiences. It, it, those things didn't happen for no reason. Everything happened for a reason. So I'm pretty satisfied with um, mm. what I've been through and um, either I gained or lost, it doesn't really matter. All that matters is mm. right now. Yeah, it sounds like you like you learned a lesson after you you lost. You think you lost something, mm -hmm. right? Like right. you, it's just help you to grow better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. If there's a second chance, do you still wanna be a content creator and get uh, famous, get popular? And do you want to tell yourself something you know now, but you don't know by the time you started? Um. So that's basically two questions, right? Like, let's just do one by one. Yeah, the first question is, if you have a second chance, do you still want to be a content creator? Like, have you ever regretted to do that? I, um, I would say, like, at one point last year, sometime last year, I kind of regretted being a content creator because all the bad, all the negative comments I got. But then I, I have a, I have multiple, like, um, follower group that I would chat with them and I realized that they're not only fans, they're not only viewers, they're they're my friends. And I got um I even got a birthday gift from the from a viewer from five years ago or four years ago. Mm. So I realized that I never I don't regret it. Mm. I, I actually feel very lucky to have made that many like virtual friends over the internet and that's the magical power of social media like you get you get the negative comments yes but you also would uh, would receive all the uh, positivity and also you would um, get a chance to meet with the friends that mm -hmm. you probably would never had a chance to meet with if social media didn't exist the second question is um do you want to tell yourself something you know now but you don't know by that time like you know, if yeah. you gotta do I it would differently. say like if I were to tell something to to myself four four years ago, I would say focus on the content. Content, content, content. Can I ask why? Um because I started this journey. Mm. Um the the reason why I started this journey was because I wanted to create meaningful content for people. Mm. And it's not the the fame or um, the, the, the numbers, the statistics that mattered. The, what matters is what people can get from the content. And when the content is, the content kills everything, like conquers everything. As long as you have the content, you have the best quality content, people are gonna come to you. Mm. And if you can incorporate some personality, some unique personality within your content, then a wider group of people will come to you. And that's how you uh, keep this bond with the audience. I see. Yeah. So do you have any plans for the next episode? <laughs> uh, for my next video, it's actually coming, well, it's coming live this weekend. I'm, I'm still editing, I'm still in the process of editing it because mm. um, I've been going through some personal stuff um, for the past couple months and I'm trying to like, tell people a story, so.
yeah. so you are gonna come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we hope you come back. I realize that I do really, I I do enjoy creating content. I do mm. enjoy like telling, uh, sharing, um, something fun with the audience or sharing what I've learned recently. Uh, as a human, mm. not a learning machine or video machine. I want people to feel like to to know what I've been through and to. To know there's a what there's a world outside of their real life that they can like at least mm, put some hope in. Do you have any um tips or suggestions that you want to give it to like young college students nowadays, or if they want to start doing like um content production, but somehow you know like nowadays it's more competitive, mm-hmm. like um. Maybe like any uh, thoughts you have like since from your experience. Um,、mm, I would say like, because the only, well, first of all, the only person that you know the most, you know the best, is yourself. So I would say like, understand your expertise. <clears throat> If you think that you don't have an expertise yet, go ask your friends, go ask your family. What's special about you? What's something that's fascinating about you? What's um what's something that、uh, that makes you curse charismatic and um and work on that <clears throat> because well, for example, if I were to start everything new at the moment because I'm trying to I'm trying to develop I'm trying to create like two new channels on TikTok and Douyin, so I'm trying to figure out what I'm good at and as I've been asking my friends、mm-hmm. a lot. And I've been reflecting on myself. I realize、mm. that there's a magical power of being positive in every situation, in every scenario you are in. So I would say, like, just you you might want to like put more focus on, put more attention on something that you ignored on a daily basis. And because I'm very detail oriented,、mm. so everything, every little thing that happened in life, I would catch that. So、um, just、yeah. understand the expertise and then develop. And if there is no expertise yet, go get one. Well,、mm-hmm. I mean, like if if you love yoga, go take the yoga teacher training program. That's what I did. Make yourself an expert in a certain area, and then、um, you'll attract people. Start small. You'll attract people within this niche, and then grow bigger.、Mm, that's really genuine、uh, suggestion. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Um, thanks for Shell on、uh, joining us today, and thanks for listening from the start to finish. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this new episode, and if you did, please leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please also share this episode with others who may be interested in this. Also, feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch in the comments or on our social media networks. See you in the next.